In this episode, we look at how stress affects your memory. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas. And one thing that's always been a topic of discussion is the question around memory. How does it work? How is it something that we're able to create memories of the past? And how is it that we go about remembering the future? It's fascinating when you really sit down and look at it. It's this thing called perspective memory. And a study found that stress has an effect on that, both good and bad. And so one of the things that I wanted to talk about on today's episode is this idea, how does stress affect our memory? Um, Specifically, how does it affect our ability to remember what needs to be done, our ability to stay focused on the future tasks ahead of us, the future events ahead of us, the things that we know we need to be doing? And this is a fascinating question when we look at our personal development, because it brings into focus questions around, well, If we are constantly stressed out, if we're holding ourselves to too high a standard, if we're putting pressure on ourselves, is that helpful or hurtful? Does applying stress to our own lives in order to accomplish XYZ thing actually help push us in that direction? Or does it actually lead to us being more likely to forget about that thing, which many of us have experienced, right? We start a new habit. We start a new goal. We start a new daily practice. Fast forward three, four, five weeks, and we forget that that was even a thing we wanted to do. How does stress affect that? This is the question of today's episode. And I think it's going to be an incredible one to go through. So as usual, we're going to look at what the study had to say We're going to summarize it, and then we're going to have just sort of an open discussion about what that could mean for our own lives and how we can use this information to improve our own lives and our goals. So this should be super good. But before we go into it, I want to take a moment to thank today's sponsors. Now, as you know, our sponsors are the reason that I'm able to keep doing this show for free at such a high level of quality. So if you hear something you like, definitely check them out. I recommend every product that I feature on this show. And for those of you who are sick of the sponsors, I get it. I really honestly do. And I don't blame you. You do have an option to listen to this episode ad free by joining TLBC plus you can listen to this episode and all future episodes ad free. Just head over to tlbc.co slash join. All right, let's thank today's sponsors. Today's sponsor is well, me. So here's a cool thing. I built an app. Yeah, like a a real app. Seriously. See, I've been hosting this podcast for the last five and a half years. And in that time, you've consistently told me that there are two things you need in order to change your life, in order to create the change that you're looking for. Number one, accountability. You need to be consistent with the things that you're doing. And number two is actionable advice knowing what to do, how to do it, so on and so forth. 
And that's why I created an app to give you exactly that. When you join, you'll be matched with an accountability group of two other like-minded people with similar goals to help each other stay accountable, find the right path forward, and create real results in your lives. You'll be able to hold video calls, check in with each other, set your goals, and even build your daily task list right from the app. Think of it like a project management tool, but for your personal life and your personal goals designed to help you take more action every day and really start to see the progress that you're looking for. Sounds cool, right? But I'm not going to tell you the name yet because the app is not public. It will not be made public until January, but signups are now open for initial beta users. Being a beta user is free. And as a user, you'll get early access to start using the app immediately in exchange for your feedback. Basically, you get to see what I've spent the last nine months building for you, and you get to tell me exactly how you want it to be. It's kind of a good deal. Learn more or apply for the beta by going to tlbc.co slash beta. That's tlbc.co slash b-e-t-a. tlbc.co slash beta. Let's get into the show. So Martina Peifke and Catherine Glienk, and I apologize because I know I pronounced at least one of those names incorrectly. But they published a paper in 2017 titled The Effects of Stress on Prospective Memory, a systematic review, where they look at the effects of stress on what's called prospective memory. Now, prospective memory is defined as, quote, the ability to remember to carry out intended actions in the future. So basically, your prospective memory is what allows you to remember that you need to pick up your kid from their soccer game at 5 p.m., right? Or that you need to get to school by this time in order to get on the, the pickup line and grab your kid. Or it's what allows you to remember, hey, I need milk. I need to stop and pick up milk on the way home from work today. Your perspective memory is what allows you to remember what you need to do in the future. And this is true for all kinds of future things, whether you have a big presentation at work that you're a little bit stressed out for, a little bit anxious for, or you, again, just need to pick up milk on the way home. This perspective memory gives you the ability to create that memory around doing a thing in the future. And this paper, they wanted to study and do a review on the effects of stress particularly acute stress. So this is like the, anything that causes sort of like a fight or flight response, right? Like it's, it's extreme in the sense that you have a reaction to it. It's not just like, oh no, I'm stressed out. It's, this is a bad situation. I need to get out. Like that's the, the response that they're looking at. How does that affect our perspective memory? How does that affect our ability to remember those future things and hold on to those future things? And it's actually really interesting what they found. So I'm going to read a direct quote here. Quote, the present review demonstrates that a short acute stressor may have enhancing effects on prospective memory in healthy humans, depending on the characteristics of the stressor and the type of prospective memory. So one interesting thing is that things that are time-based, things that have a limited window in which you can do them, but you still need to do them, they're far more vulnerable to the negative effects of acute stressors. So you're more likely to forget them, have them slip your mind if you're dealing with stress 
in other areas. If you're dealing with acute fight or flight stress in other areas, you're more likely to have these sort of like limited time window things slip your mind. And they also found that event-based perspective memory was less vulnerable. So things that you need to show up at, like there's an event happening, let's say you're speaking at an event or you're attending something, whatever it might be, things like that are less vulnerable to the negative effects of acute stressors. But overall, they found essentially a, a positive value that comes out of this fight or flight response happening towards something that you need to be doing in the future. They found that you're actually more likely to remember it. And one thing that's worth noting before we get into like the key takeaways is that they actually found the opposite effect in people that are struggling with PTSD. So there is potentially a lot of areas, a lot of things that you might be dealing with that would change the outcome of stress affecting your perspective memory. And and so recognizing that, recognizing where you are and what you might be dealing with is something that is helpful here if we want to try and apply these findings to our personal development. So ultimately, what does this mean for us? Well, one big thing is that we shouldn't be afraid of stress. I think a lot of us, we set out to accomplish something. We have a goal, we have a thing that's important to us, and we want to make sure this happens. And when it gets stressful, when the time is approaching and we get that fight or flight response, a lot of us fly. A lot of us get out of there as fast as we can. And we look for any logical reason to justify that emotional response that we have of wanting to get out, wanting to leave. I've done this so many times and I always regret it. And all of the times that I'm able to push back against that is when the best things in my life happen. So it's worth it to recognize that stress can be valuable, that stress can not only improve our memory leading up to something, our memory about that thing, it can get us to prepare further, it can get us to focus on it more, it can get us to get to a place where we're going to knock it out of the park simply because we're experiencing that stress. So don't be afraid of stress. It's not inherently a bad thing. At the end of the day, stress can be beneficial to us in the right circumstances. This study specifically looked at perspective memory, but their findings do make me wonder what other areas of our performance, what other areas of our lives is stress actually adding value to? Is stress actually a positive thing? Because if it can be positive in this specific scenario, it makes me think that there must be other areas where it can also be positive. That's something that I think is worth exploring and worth remembering when we start to feel stressed and want to sort of run away from the things that we're dealing with. So maybe there's an argument for stress to be a superpower, for putting ourselves under pressure to be a superpower, obviously to a certain extent. I'm not sitting here trying to argue that you should be putting so much pressure on yourself that you crack, but if stress and pressure can increase performance, then maybe there is some value in finding the right balance of taking on goals and tasks and things that are just over your head, things that allow you to stretch, things that allow you to run up against that wall where you feel like you're just not good enough and find a way to punch through, find a way to push yourself past it, to climb over it, whatever your means of getting by is, maybe there is real value 
in sitting down and looking at the goals that you've set, looking at the things that you want to do with your life and pushing just a little bit further, just to the point of discomfort. And this is something that I recently experienced in my life as well. I mentioned during the ad that I spent the last nine months building an app. And when I tell you this has been one of the most painful and confronting experiences of my life, I'm not exaggerating. In the last nine months, I've written every line of code in this app myself. I learned how to do that in the last nine months. In the last nine months, I've come up to that wall so many times where I look at myself and I look at what I'm struggling with and I I just feel like, wow, I'm just an idiot. I just can't do this. I've gone to bed so many times frustrated and angry and feeling like I'm just not good enough. And then waking up the next day and trying again. And eventually, after days, after hours, getting through, getting to that next step, only to run into another wall. That's been the last nine months building this app. And I truly believe now that I'm not really on the other side, but I'm much further in, that I'm far better off for having put myself under that very concentrated pressure, that very concentrated stress for this period of time. Because I think that I'm far better in other areas of my life because of the last nine months. And I think that you can get that value as well. So don't be afraid of stress. This study shows there's value in stress. There's value in choosing to fight when you feel like flying. So that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to be a beta user of the app, head over to tlbc.co slash beta to learn more. I would love to have you. I'd love to connect with you and help build something that can really solve some of the problems that you're dealing with. Not just more content, because content is great. Content is valuable. Content can help. But building something that can either do it for you or make it easier to do it. That's what I want to do. And I want your help to do it. Head over to tlbc.co slash beta to learn more and apply for the beta today. Thank you so much for listening or watching or whatever it is you're doing to consume this. Thank you. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.